Welcome people to the God's Not podcast. This is Jenny Boating and I'm here with my better half, Alexander Boating. So welcome Alex to the God's Not. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so guys, today we're going to be talking about finances and the title of today's um, podcast is Finances and This Too Shall Become One. And um, I guess Alex and I have been on a journey with our finances and I feel like right. we're in such a good place with our finances and I'm proud of where we are but at the same time we you know we didn't start off this way yeah and as I'm sure a lot of you know divorce rates are you know driven by money problems I Mm. mean it's one of the number one reasons why people get divorced because they can't communicate about their finances and they can't land on a position and that brings harmony to their marriage yeah and you know Alex what what vows did you take when it came to money well, richer for poorer. Well, richer or for poorer. And so the question is, you know, is one of you richer or poorer when you enter the marriage? Most likely you've come yeah. from different backgrounds, you have different jobs. And so how do you get to that place of equilibrium that works for you as a family? Mm. And so we're going to share very honestly um, some of the things that we've experienced. Um, and so hopefully it will help someone um, in their own marriage. So Alex, the question I have for you is if you can just give us a, no, a financial snapshot of what your financial position was like. So your balance sheet at the time of <laughs> at the time of um, marriage. What would you say? What were the key highlights? Wow, the key highlights. Well, parking fines, bus lane tickets. You know, um, credit card debt. Um, I wasn't in a good position uh, financially. I would say. I mean, I wasn't broke, but I didn't know how to manage my finances mm. as well as I should have been yeah. doing at the time. Um, I was a young man. Yeah. I started a business. Um, I wasn't really a- accountable in the business as well. So I didn't have any financial education, yeah. which I feel is very key. Yeah, and I think, Alex, to be honest, uh, when I speak to friends and other people, I think this is a common thing for young men. Like, they just don't have... Yeah. They're not financially savvy unless someone has given them that mentorship yes. to, to know how to prepare and to plan yeah. before they get married. They think that, you know, they want to be these per- this perfect guy into marriage, but they haven't had that that mentorship. Um, would you say that you were 100% honest with me about your financial state when you got married? When we got married? Um, should I be honest now? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm I know, I know it all now. <laughs> but for the, for the sake of our audience... Um, yeah, no, I, I was I wasn't I wasn't a hundred percent honest to be fair. Um obviously I felt like going into marriage I had to put up this front that I'm the man, I, I've got it all together, you know, financially, I can lead, I can provide. Um which in essence was the case. Yeah. Um, but at the current time I had a lot of baggage that I was trying to hide away from you. Um, I didn't want you to know my debt. Mm. I didn't. I, I I hid all the letters from you yeah. <laughs> that was coming in, um, and I was just, that was that because of shame or like, or, or it's just that like you wanted. I've got this kind of thing. I'll, I, I'll yeah, get it I myself. wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was shame. I think it was more. This is my baggage. This is my mess. Mm. Um, it's it's not yours, yeah. and I don't want the. I don't want you to take this on. I don't want you to be worried yeah. about this. This is what I've got myself into. Let me get myself out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear that. Um, I think that's probably an instinctive thing that for yeah. you, I think that's true. You just felt like, okay, Jen, this is mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't worry about it. Like, just because we're married doesn't mean that it's yours. Yeah. Um, and again, I, get, I guess that's where we're getting to, you know, and this too shall become one. Exactly. 
What would you say, Jen, your financial position was like? Um, I would say that I was in a pretty good financial position. Actually, I remember when we first, you know, when we met again, you'll hear our story, I'm sure, soon. But when I was going to buy your car, I wanted yes. to buy your car. Then I was like, bro, I had like no money. I was only, <laughs> oh, I was 17. I was in sick form. I didn't really have a job. I didn't have money. I remember you gave me some money to like put on my Oyster card. You're yeah. like, oh, Jen, I can give you some money because I had church rehearsal or something. Um, and then I remember that like the year later, I got my first graduate job, um, you know, at a very well-known prestigious investment bank. And from there, I, my finances were just like, shoom. I had, I was very well paid, mm. definitely above, you know, the average person my age yeah got good bonuses and i ha i did have a sense of how to look after my money you know mm -hmm. in my sixth form we had people who came to speak to us about money management you know going to university these are things you need to be aware of um and then i would also i had my bank account that my dad set out for me when i was you know however old like five years old and i did see the personal banker and they gave me advice about how to use a credit card responsibly and i felt like yes i'm going to be a financial you know person who is responsible um, and going into marriage, I was in a very good place. Like I contributed mostly to us buying our first property when I was 23. Mm. Um, and so I would say that I probably was in a better than average position. And so I guess for our viewers, us going into marriage as the female, as the woman, I was earning probably more than Alex. I was earning more than Alex. Yeah, not probably you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my financial situation was very stable yeah. and probably way above the average person of my age. And we had a, we bought a three-bedroom semi-detached house at 23, what, like three months. We completed about three or four months before three we months. got married. Yeah, yeah, three months before we got married. And we, yeah. were, and we were able to finance our whole wedding without borrowing a penny from yeah. anyone. So that yeah. just gives you... A, and most of that came from my salary and, yeah. and the savings that I had. Ha I had. Yeah. Um, but going into marriage... Alex, I just want us to just shed some light on our mindset. So, you know, I'm earning more. Yeah. Um, what what mindset did you have in regards to, did you feel intimidated? How did you feel about that? And how do you think I made you feel? Ah, it's an interesting one, Jen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I felt intimidated. I think I felt driven. Okay. Yeah. Um, driven to, I mean, driven in the fact that I wanted to, match or beat what you were bringing in. Yeah. And that was my goal. So in my head, I was competing with you financially, mm. which I don't know whether is a good thing or bad thing, to be fair, mm. because I guess if I was just sitting there and just be like, oh, you know, it's fine and yeah. relaxing and just, yeah, Jenny will take care of it, then I, I would question my position as a man. Yeah. But then I was, I had the mindset of being uh, competitive which then could have its downfall where if I'm not meeting that target, then how do I treat you? Mm. How do I, what do I think about you? Yeah. Um, but for me, it was just, Jenny's here. I want to get there and pass there. So I remember, you know, obviously going into marriage. Yes. You know, you were earning more than me. Um, and when I landed a job as, as a recruitment consultant, I was like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> yeah. This is my arena. I'm going past her now. <laughs> um, and there were some times when I remember like times where I made more than you in the month and I was like, Jen, see, look, I've made more <laughs> than what you're bringing in. Yeah. Um, and a part of me was, yeah, I was happy, I was satisfied, but then I was thinking, is it really about that? Yeah. 
yeah. Have, have I lost it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, how did you feel, Jen? So my mindset, I guess, coming into marriage, it was that I was conscious that as a man, you may feel, you know, a certain way, like, oh, Jenny's earning more than me. But I, I, I was trying to be very careful never to let myself feel like this is my house or I'm bringing this X amount of money. So if we got into an argument, I'm going to raise that. And I think that was one thing that I was very intentional about. So even when I was angry or if the thought passed through my head, I wouldn't let it stay there. Yeah. So I, I was, I never wanted to use that as a weapon against you. Mm. If we argued or, you know, if things came up about finances or even when, you know, you know, your debt situations or things became apparent when you're getting letters and I'll say, Alex, what's this or what's that? Yeah. Even when you would tell me and never let myself think, what did you bring into this marriage? So I think a part of it is like also doing your part to know how you'll make your spouse feel. Mm. And I don't know, Alex, did you ever feel like I made you feel like intentionally? No, I don't. I don't, you know, Jen, to be honest, I, I felt that, you know, you were, you were so cool about it in terms of, you know, I, f- I felt that you had the mindset of our finances are one, although it wasn't at yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, but you gave you gave off that impression, yeah, um, and made me and made me feel comfortable. Yeah, not comfortable um, to the fact that I would just sit down and not do anything, but yeah. comfortable that I don't have to feel intimidated. Yeah, and I think I probably was very intentional about that. Mm. But I think probably where we started to um, realize that that's a mindset, yes. But what do you do to actually take steps to make sure your finances are one? Yeah, because um, it took a while. Like I think when we first got married, we didn't straight away get a joint bank account. No, we didn't. We didn't straight away do things together. It was kind of like, oh, how much did you earn? What's in your account? What's yeah. in my account? Okay. And we tried to, at first, like work off, you know, bringing information to each other. Yeah. And then we decide what we wanted to do. And I think it probably took about a year. Yeah, it took a, yeah, it took before a year. we started a joint account. Yeah. But can I say that part of that reason was, I mean, I could have initiated that, look, Jen, let's have a joint account. Um, if anything, you know, on my side, it would have been easier. It would have, yeah. been, it would have looked better. But again, it's that mindset of, I don't need your money to survive. Yeah. I have my money. I can survive on my money. You yeah. have your money. This, you can keep your money. That was my mindset that I didn't need your money to help me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, th- I it's interesting. It, it is interesting. <laughs> I think probably because I think we opened um, our joint account around the time, or just before either Jirai was born, our first yeah. child was born, around that yeah. time. Yeah. And so I'm not sure if having a child made us feel like, okay, mm, like probably. let's let's do this properly as yeah. one. Um, but boy, did it get much simpler when we did that. Yeah. It and did. so what we do now is we have one account where we both get paid into. Yeah. And then from there we will then take money out for our savings or whatever we need to do. Yeah. But we have our one fund that we see everything. And then it'll be like, oh, okay, do you want to take out, are you taking out this to put here or put there or put in this savings or put there? Um, and so we started to do that. And yeah. I think our language changed around our money. That's true. So rather than it became yeah. how much did you bring in, it became yeah. like, how much did we get this month? Yeah. And I think that's something that we've continued throughout yeah. the years. Like everything is about hour yeah and obviously there was times you know around the financial decisions that we made based on like you know maybe our tax brackets that we're in which meant that what could we do what how could we you know maximize efficiencies and Mm. be smart around our our financial decisions yeah but ultimately it became 
we started to have a, a picture of our yeah. And even sometimes, I'm not going to lie, sometimes we might have slipped into, like, language where I would be like, oh, because I did this. And sometimes you'd be like, Jen, how, why are you saying I? It's our. Yeah. And so I think there is a language mm, mm. that needs to change. Yeah. Um, we weren't talking prenups, but we were talking about our. We, yeah. we see each other together. Together. So our household. And I think I even understood, even from looking at my parents' marriage, um, that sometimes, you know, a, a husband might earn more. And sometimes a wife might earn more. Yeah. And how, you know, how does that happen? Like, even, say, maternity leave. Like, I've just come back from maternity leave. Yeah. There was a time when my pay basically was nothing. Yeah. At that time, you yeah. earned more than me. Yeah. But because we had that concept of our, it yeah. never became like, oh, Jen, I'll pay for you to do this. Yeah, no, exactly. We never had that mindset. Yeah. But it took us time. But I think, I'm not saying it works for everyone, but the key for us mm. was having that central pot where our bills, you know, come out. Because, you know, some people have... Set, you know we, let's have a, a, a fund where mm. we contribute x percent into it yeah and then you pay for this bill i pay for that bill that's just messy i just, I, I honestly don't get that i i think that causes confusion um you are definitely bound to bump heads yeah and you know get at each because, other because have we you, ever had an argument about finances Jen? i don't think so we haven't in eight years in eight years and we didn't no. start off on an equal yeah balance but i think yeah. we had that mindset our mindsets may not have even been on the same page, but mm. one of us didn't ever want to flaunt exactly. or to compete. I never yeah. saw that you were competing with me. Mm. Um, but I think we never had, oh, the water bill is your bill. Yeah. <laughs> or the electricity bill is your bill. Yeah. It was like, we have our one fund. Mm-hmm. We both get paid here. Yeah. Let's sort out the household bills. Mm. And then from there, we save. I guess yeah. the question is, what about spending? Like people ask me, do you guys have rules around spending? That's Do-da-da. an interesting one. Yeah. Um, I think we're quite similar. So, in our spending patterns. Yeah, in our spending patterns. We're quite similar. Um, I know that you don't like going out, you know, shopping in the high street in Croydon. or <laughs> pop into, Croydon. Yeah, or pop, pop into Westfields in Stratford. Get my um, Gucci bag. Exactly. I, we're, not, we're not big spenders like that. So um, I think, I guess for us, yeah, like, on it, we're on a similar spending wavelength. Yeah. But there'll be times where I might buy stuff and you'll be like, oh, Jen. Yeah, yeah, some, I'll, but I'll be teasing you. I'll, yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, hey, so new jumper, eh? Okay, okay, me too. I'm going to get some Gucci <laughs> shoes. But um, it's it's just me messing about. Yeah, but but I, at the same time as well, you might buy like all these football yeah. investment things for our sons. I'll be like, why yeah. are you buying these things? <laughs> but I think generally, we personally don't have rules around like, if you spend over £50, then let's sign that we both agree. We don't yeah. have any of those type of rules. Yeah. But I think we genuinely have the same mindset around spending that if we need something, yeah. we'll get it. Or sometimes, Alex, I think probably you'll be like, Jen, we can afford it, you know. You can buy it. It's okay. Buy your <laughs> bag. And I'm like, I don't know. Um, yeah. But I think we have that mutual understanding. And I guess gifts. Like, if you want to buy me a gift, how do we go around, like, hiding gifts money? Do you know what, Jen? I think... We don't even really check their account that much. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We But I think a part of that is because how we do our spending is that we spend all our, our discretionary spending on our credit card where yeah, we can. Yeah. So what we do, guys, is that we have um, our credit cards, our American Express, yeah. Avios points. So we do all our discre- discretionary spending on our cards and then we have a direct debit that clears that exact amount every month so we've never paid interest on a credit card yeah and um, but what that means is that our our expenditures are actually one month in arrears because all of that comes out the following month so i guess yeah. if alex buys me like airpods or something mm. it won't hit 
I won't. I don't check the. I don't check the thing like that. But it won't hit our account until like a month later. A month later so yeah. I probably don't see it anyway. Yeah. Um. But then obviously we have our savings accounts that you know we might have that if I wanted to get something that might I really don't want to see I can just take it from there. Yeah. But we have our funds that we see everything and we discuss everything. Yeah. I think one area though in our finances that we're a bit different I think is on giving. Um, like yeah. Alex is probably more generous than me naturally, <laughs> which is um, and so he's taught me to be a, a, a um, you know a much more generous giver just to people. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes I think early in our marriage I'd be like, okay, Alex is okay, but Alex is just like, what? Oh, it's just money, like you know, money is like water, and we've come to realize that it is. It, it comes it, and it goes. It comes and it goes. <laughs> and so I think around giving, mm. like how much you give to your, you know, family, or like give yeah. in terms of like money to your, and we have different ways of giving to our parents. I think, yeah. like in terms of presents and things. Yeah, and so true. I think that's I'll, I'll, that's where. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Jen. Actually, because I guess going into marriage, like you had the idea of you know you you I like buy to get presents. Gifts. Yeah, yeah like I get presents. gifts. Yeah. I like to give money. Yeah, so that was where we were like, huh? Like, he yeah. gives money to his parents, but I'll give them gifts. And I'm like, it's a, it's a pre- they need to open a present. But that was how he grew up. And that's how different how I grew up. So I think even around there, communication is key. Yeah. And coming to the understanding. So now I just know that that's how, at first I'll be like, but it's, it's a birthday, just get a gift. Yeah. And he's like, no, I just want to give money. And at first I didn't understand it. But then now I realise that that's just how he likes to... Yeah. do his thing yeah that's how I, I i guess for me that's how i feel like i'm honoring my parents like i feel like you know giving them 50 pounds 100 pounds 80 pounds whatever it is um i feel like that is that's honorable to them because i never really gave them gifts before so yeah. it's like to do it now you it's just check. like yeah why why am i changing the pattern like yeah i know what they like so i'll say that that's probably to. where we're different on spending in that area like yeah. gifts giving and yeah. obviously guys there's also other areas of financial giving and things like that like christmas like i have 110 people on my christmas list and so does alex yeah so even how we go around our christmas shopping time it's, it's you know crazy. it's a it's a it's a blessed time that we celebrate the lord jesus's birth but it's a stressful time because there's right. a lot of gifts to give yeah. um but all of those things you have to communicate and you have to mm. do what's right for your family and what, what what works for your financial situation. Yeah. We are people that won't go and get debt to go on holiday. No. Or we won't yeah. go and get debt to buy presents. Yeah. We will spend within our means and or, or go into debt to look good. Yeah. We 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 are not and, like and I, we wouldn't <laughs> advise that because yeah. you cut your cloth according to what you can really afford and it's exactly. really important because when you don't that brings unnecessary problems to your union in finances which exactly. you don't need and i think if you have a problem with spending or you have you know a financial you know issue i think it's important to talk about it and i think when alex became open and honest with his financial state yeah. we were then able to work through them together exactly. so together we cleared the d- debts yes together i said you know we're going to do this together it's not your problem yeah. it's our problem yeah. and when he felt comfortable with me owning some of that and I felt comfortable that, you know, he's my husband. If he if he is down financially, we're both down. Yeah. And when we came, you know, became comfortable with that mindset, we were able to move forward. Yeah. And and from there we have grown together. And you know, from our financial position as a married couple of having one property, you know, a three-bed, semi-detached, small little house in Mitcham, now we have, by the grace of God, a big three. detached house property. Yeah. We have two investment properties. 
um, and we do things together. Yeah. And I don't say, oh, you know, if I look at the eight year, last eight years, the percentage of finances I brought in is this. Yeah. How much yeah. did you bring in yeah. is this? So there's cl- clear lines. Yeah. Now, our finances are so entwined that you couldn't separate us financially. Yeah, you couldn't. And I would say as well, Jen, that, you know, when you decided to, you know, take on the debt as well, I remember even having that conversation with you. It was very humbling for me mm. um, because I had to humble myself because it was, it was two options. And as a man, sometimes this is what happens. You know, you stick with your pride and say, no, don't take it. I'm going to I'm going to fight it. And, you know, you can't do it by yourself. Yeah, you really know you can't. And what's going to happen is you're just going to end up with, you know, there's headache and there's money ache. <laughs> yeah, and literally you're going to end up with money ache and you know, you're going to be moody, you're going to be upset, you're going to be overthinking. You can't even enjoy your marriage because you've decided to take on something that's, you know, so big that you can't you deal with it. You have mental health issues. Yeah, you have mental health issues and you can't deal with it yourself. And your partner, your spouse is saying, let me help you with the burden. And because of pride, you're saying, no, I want to take it on myself. Then really you're acting in foolishness because yeah. God is actually making a way for you there and then. <laughs> yeah. And I grabbed it. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. And I think also, Alex, is there any tips that you want to give to young men as well? Like, or people who are single and are making perhaps not the best financial decisions before they're married and they think, oh, I'll sort it out when I'm older. Because I'm sure that's what you thought. Like, as a 17-year-old, like, what I do today is really not going to affect me when I'm 25. Yeah. I, I, I would say that stay away from the mindset of, oh, um... I can afford it today and, and I'll pay for it tomorrow. Yeah. Because what, what you're doing is you're just amounting more debt for yourself that you cannot climb out of. Yeah. Don't buy things that you want. Get things that you need. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, once will just land you in debt. You end up buying all those trainers, all those nice jackets and, and you know, clothes that later on won't fit you or you pass it down to someone else. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's literally, it's a, waste of, it's a waste of money at the time. Have an investment head on at an early stage. And I'm telling you, just give yourself five years where you would be financially, it will blow your mind. Yeah, because even when I think about when I, you know, started working and I had a very good job and good bonuses and I worked, you know, I had colleagues that was my age as well. They were yeah. getting the latest the latest cars, yeah. the latest, like, you know, they'll become a Gucci, Chanel, this and that. I bought a house. Yeah. But, but Jim, you need to let us know, why were you, why was your head in the right place at such a young age? I mean, I don't know, is it just women that are like that? Or no, is it... I, no, no, no. I think, I think a part of it, to be honest with you, is because I became saved as well at 16. Mm. And I became, like, proper born again, like... Yeah. And I think probably my mindset and the things that motivated me, I was not motivated by looking good Mm. by people. Like, I was concerned about the word, about God's word, and just having... And I really feel like God shaped my future and gave me wisdom beyond my years quite early. And so when I got money, I was thinking, you know, I want to buy a house. I just... Mm. And I was very ambitious as well. Ambitious in the way that I felt that I'm going to create wealth. Yeah. And actually, even in buying a property, I remember my mum... I didn't even be working what? I'd be working for like a year maybe. Yeah. And my mum my actually sat down with me one day. I was in my room. She came in, you know, I was living at home. And she was like, oh, Jenny, why don't you think about buying a property? And I was thinking, me? Buy a property? Mm. I've got all this savings, yeah. 
but can I buy a property? And she was like, yeah, just look into it. And that little seed that she sowed yeah. pushed me to be like, actually, yeah, I can buy a property. Mm. Spoke to a mortgage advisor, my parents' mortgage advisor. He was like, you need this savings. I had it. You have a good credit rating. Why not? I'm going to buy yeah. a property. Yeah. And, and so we even bought a property before, the same year we got married, before we yeah. got married, and we, yeah. didn't borrow, we didn't borrow a didn't penny borrow from a penny. anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I just had this, I think, the wisdom of God mm. as well. To, yeah. to Because people are driven as well by how they look. Yeah. They buy something so they can show up. Even now, I guess it's worth show it on Instagram because they've got a certain shoe or a certain trainer. Yeah. But meanwhile, you can't even... Jeremy, you, you can't yeah. even afford... Like, you're buying a car, you've got the most, the most expensive car, but where it's parked is that your house. It's not. Exactly. It's your parents' house. Yeah. So why don't you put that in something that will, you know, give you a yield? And I just had that mindset. Yeah. And so even when we got married, I didn't see it as, oh, like... I'm more financially astute. I said, we're going to learn together. Yeah. And I want to help my husband so that, you know, he can lead us financially. Yeah. And now you do. Now you can sit down and say, Jen, look, you need to sit down. Let's talk about yeah. our fi- yeah. finances. I was never like that before. And I've grown into that. Yeah. So, I mean, I thank God for a wife who had her head in the right place at, 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 at an early stage in life. Mm. Um. I do honestly thank God for that. And I feel that that's what's brought us here today. And I thank God that I had the wisdom to humble myself as mm. well. Yeah. Because that's what's brought me to where I am today financially. Yeah. And by God's grace, I mean, if we look at what we've got financially, if we calculate it, it's, you know, I don't want to say it here on the podcast, <laughs> but we're blessed. It, we're blessed. We are, we are tremendously blessed. Despite the ups and downs that yeah. we've been through, we've been able to pick ourselves up. Yeah. Um, but also, I think we should also touch on giving as well because we we give and we believe in tithing. And for you that don't know what tithing is, for anyone that's listening, what's tithing? We believe in giving to our church. So since we've gotten married, um, we give 10% at least of our income to yeah. our church. So yeah. everything that comes in, you know, on our investments, our... Um, our uh, bonuses that we've had over the years like we have tithed right from the very beginning right. and i think when we first got married we tithed separately so you would give your tithe i would pay my tithe and it got to a point where we said actually let's give as a household yeah and so we started tithing together so yeah. now alex usually just deals with the tithes and, and the offerings and things um but even in our giving our finances became one. Yes. And so we became in unison of how we even honour our God and worship as a household. And I That's think right. as a Christian couple, that is important. And, you know, even if you're in the UK, you're listening to us, that's even important for some ways around self-assessment. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you're a high tax, um, higher rate taxpayer. But giving as a household, I think even now, like, our worship even is one. Yeah, and yeah. I think one of the main principles as well is that our finances weren't necessarily even on the same level when we got married. Mm. But now we save together. Yeah. We give together. Yeah. And we invest together. Yeah. So everything that we do, we do and we spend together. Yeah. And, um, you know, there might be one off things that you might buy. I might buy. They're trivial things, though, that mm. is not going to, you know, like break the bank. Yeah. But even if like a holiday, like say a couple of grand, I'll be like, Alex, me, I love my holidays, guys. <laughs> I'll be like, Alex, I've seen a holiday. Is this for the family? I'm booking it. I'm booking it. In that instance, I would mm. usually tell him yeah. before I book. Yeah. But if we can afford it, it's not that we're going to borrow to. So you no. like, yeah, you know. And so I think. The, the essence of what I'm saying is that it's not just, you know, finances, you have one account and that makes mm. you 
one in your finances. But actually, do you save together? Mm. And saving together, again, doesn't mean it's in the same account, but you have visibility on what you're saving. Do you give together? And that is a crucial part. Can you give together? Is your heart of generosity on the same page? Particularly in the church. Do one of you believe in tithing and one of you don't? Yeah. If that's not financial unison. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then do you, can you invest together? Are you concerned about who's, whose name is on the ownership certificate? Yeah. Mm. We're not. Yeah. Exactly. If we're buying a property, it's about, okay, where does it make sense? Exactly. Whose name does it make sense to put yeah. it on? Exactly. Is it ours? Is it a company? Yeah. Is it yours? Is it yeah. mine? And so yeah. we're not concerned about ownership we're because not. we know that what is yours is mine. Exactly. What is mine is yours. Exactly. And the two has surely become one. So people, your finances and this too shall become one.